0: So today, we're gonna pick back up at exalt. Exalt the Lord, amen. Can I, everybody say exalt? Exalt. Amen. That next slide. The mission and vision of our church, the mission, hope for this city, hope for the world, amen. People need hope today. They need a lot of hope. And we want our vision is changing lives by reflecting God's forgiveness and love. People need to know that they're forgiven, amen. People need to know that they're loved and we need to be forgiving amen and as we talked about exalt a couple of weeks ago we talked about worship in the word exalting god and so today we're we're going to go from worship you know and when we're in here and when we're singing that's just that's just worship for you know a half an hour well, maybe an hour. I don't know. <laughs> it's just worship for one day, for one moment. You, We need to worship all the time, amen? We need to live a life of worship that we are constantly worshiping the Lord, that we worship the Lord with the way we talk to each other, amen? That we worship the Lord in singing and we worship the Lord by the way we live our lives. And then as we're worshiping, we, we get into the word and the word and we learn to pray the word. We learn to speak the word. We learn the word inside and out. We, we memorize the word, amen? We get the word into our spirit so that it's just flowing through us. That when issues of life come up, The first thing out of our mouth is the word, amen? Not just what we're going through. Let the word speak to what you're going through, amen? That's why it's important to memorize it, to keep it on the tip of your tongue. And it takes us in today, the the next one is evangelize. Everybody say evangelize. evangelize. You know that when you became a Christian, you were no longer the mission field, you're the missionary. You're the evangelist. You have the calling of an evangelist on your life, whether you like it or not. Whether you're open, whether you're, you're timid or you're shy or whatever, it doesn't matter. You have the calling of an evangelist on your life. It is your duty to tell somebody about Jesus. Amen. You know, the, the, our guide was not born again. Incredibly smart. Had knowledge of history of things that just blow your mind. It was just to listen to him, and he liked to talk. But we were fed just a lot of stuff of Jewish things that we don't know, that aren't in the Bible, that aren't taught, because it, it comes from the Jewish perspective. But he asked the question: he said, How did 12 men spread the gospel the way they did? And he said, Let me tell you, it was the Jewish way. It's like, well, what do you mean? What's the Jewish way? He says, if people would come into Jerusalem. They'd come to the temple. They'd come, they'd get taught. And then when they went home, they told everybody what they heard and learned. So it'd be like, Sandy, you fly home to Texas and you tell them everything I talked about today. You go, you take it back to Texas and you say, hey, this is what Pastor Ron said. And see, that's the way they did it. They weren't silent about it. They weren't worried about offending family members. They say, hey, this is what Pastor talked about today. This is what the priest said today. And I need to tell you what he said so you know. See, that's how the, the message spread. It wasn't that they were shy. It wasn't that they were timid. It was, that's the way they did life. They went to the temple once a year. And when they came back, they told everybody what they heard. They called the family meeting, say, Hey, this is what, this is what the priest said today. That's evangelism. See, I know, man, people, people say, what are you doing for evangelism? What are you doing? You know, I'm like, you know what? The best evangelism we have is that you go tell your family members. You'll go get your family members, you invite them to church, you tell them about Jesus, that you model what's happening in your life. And that's somewhere down in our vision is to model what Jesus is doing in your life, amen? That you take what you get here, you take the healing, you take the victory, you take the strength you're getting out of the word of God and you take it and you show your family. You model it, you teach it, you preach it. Amen, that's evangelism. That's what it means, that's the Jewish way. That it's not just, you know, Wow, well, yeah, I'd love to t- take the hours right now to tell you about Jerusalem, what we saw and what we heard there, but I will next week. I'll take, I'll take the time and tell you. And if you wanna know more, you just come over. Come meet me in my office. I'll show you the hundreds of pictures I took. We'll just go through it all because you need to know. You need to know what happens there, what you're gonna encounter when you go. Now, if we all went, that'd be great. It'd just be great. We get it all over with at once. Amen. Thank you, Delanda. <laughs> but as evangelism, Matthew 28, 19 and 20. It says, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. So, you know, he tells us, go. Everybody say, Go. You gotta go, you gotta go, and, and sometimes it's just as simple as walking across the room. Sometimes it's as simple as knocking on your neighbor's door. But he's he's calling us to go to tell somebody to tell somebody how much Jesus loves them. Our guide wasn't uh, a believe, you know, he didn't. Um, Hasn't surrendered his life to Jesus. I wouldn't say he didn't believe in Jesus because he he says I'm leaving. I'm living my life Jesus's way, and if he comes back again, you know, then I'll know that I was wrong. You know, and uh, I'm like, yeah, it's not going to work the way you're thinking, buddy. But I shared with him about how much Jesus loves him. I just I just had to share with him, and it, I mean. He's taken George Wood, who used to be the heads of the Assemblies of God, he's taken him on multiple tours. So I'm sure George Wood, the head of the Assemblies of God, shared with them, but I was not, I was there. I I was gonna go and, because people were asking, is that guy born again or not, you know? So I went and I talked to him, we had a talk. I'm like, hey, buddy. And I just had to share with him Jesus, how much God loves him. I didn't tell him, buddy, you're missing it or anything. I just wanted him to know how much Jesus loves him. You don't have to condemn people because Jesus said, don't. Don't condemn people, don't condemn them to hell. Bring them to life, amen. Go into all the world, go to all your world. You don't have to go across the world like I do. Just go across the street, walk across the world, tell your family. You have them family gatherers say, let me tell you what I heard. Let me tell you what Jesus is doing in my life. And you know what? They might think you're crazy. They might not want, they might turn away when you are coming. you know. But what are you going to do when you stand before Jesus? I didn't want to go. I felt uncomfortable going. I I didn't know what to say. And he's going to say, I gave you a whole book on what to say. I sent the Holy Spirit to empower you to do it. You have no excuse. We have no excuse as to why we don't tell people about Jesus. Can I hear an amen? And then he says, make disciples. Make disciples. Let's make disciples. Let's teach them what God has taught us. Amen. Let's go through the word with them. And if if you're uncomfortable doing that, get involved in a small group so they can teach you. and then baptize them. We got baptized in the Jordan River this last week. It was incredible. I come up with a shout. Rah! And they were like, wow, he's excited. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> I just got baptized where Jesus did. I was pumped <laughs> and I did, I shouted like that. And they're like, whoa. This guy's a little excited, are not you? I got baptized where Jesus got baptized. Of course I was a little excited, amen? I got to walk where he went. I, I went to the Western Wall and I prayed. It was pouring rain. I was leaning against that wall, getting soaked. I didn't care. I prayed in the spirit as loud as I could. I just let it flow because nobody was there. It was just me and another pastor leaning against that wall, praying in the spirit, just letting it go. We didn't care about the water. We didn't care about the rain. We just We were getting baptized. You know, our baptismal is behind the screen. Whenever we need to, we raise that up, fill that tank. But if you are making a disciple, baptize them in your pool. I don't care. Take them to the ocean, baptize them. It doesn't have to be the pastor that baptized them, does it? No. But they need to be baptized. Can I hear an amen? They need to be baptized. If you haven't been baptized, you need to be baptized. Amen? You don't wait. You do it. You meet Jesus, you get baptized. And then then he says, teach them what Jesus wants for us to do. Teach them about Jesus. Teach them what Jesus' plan is for their life. Amen. Don't be afraid to, to tell them this is God's plan for your life. You, you gotta be open, you gotta be honest, and you gotta share. You can't hold back on people. You gotta you gotta let it flow. But you gotta do it in love, and you can't be condemning when you're doing it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent his son into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. I had to say the whole thing because I can't do it with one without the other. <laughs> I can't do, you know, John 3, 17 without 16 first goes together for me. So, you you know, you don't want to condemn people, but you want to show them the way. And that's what Jacob said, as long as I'm in the way. And that's where we need to stay is in the way, the way of Jesus. And then know that Jesus is always with you. He's always with you. Look at your neighbor and say, he's with me. He's always with you. He never leaves you. He never forsakes you. He's always there. Amen. You know, this, this command to go is its not a, if you feel like it. This was a command. It, it's not just for a few, but for those that believe in Jesus. How many of you believe in Jesus? Let me ask you this. Don't raise your hand on this, but how many people did you lead to the Lord last year? How many disciples did you make last year? How many people did you baptize last year? Now there's no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus, but let's change it this year. Let's change it, amen? Let's win someone, let's make a disciple. You come to me and say, hey pastor, I got somebody that needs to get baptized. We'll fill the tank and you can do it. But he's called us to be evangelism, evangelism, is and should be a big part of our lives you know are you excited about what jesus is doing are you excited about being forgiven of your sins are you excited for the love that he has for you are you excited that he died for you you know aren't you excited we we went into one guy he was so excited about jesus and he's like man i go all over i go to these other countries i smuggle in bibles i don't care i'm like yeah amen but we need to press into the Lord to be able to go and do it. Amen. He's left us with the end time task of sharing his message. You might be the only Jesus that people see and we've gotta be be ready to share, amen. We've gotta apply ourselves. You remember when Jesus was little and he went to the temple every year to offer sacrifice with his family. You know, they were taught and then they would take it away with them. You got to do takeaways with you. Hey, my pastor told us this today. And then share with somebody, amen. They'd go back, tell their family and friends. Jesus didn't count on us not talking to our neighbors or family members about him. He counted on us that we would get a little bit excited about who he is and what he's done for us to where we would share with people, that we would openly share with people, that we would not be afraid to tell people. He was counting on us not having fear because we have the spirit. God's not giving you a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind so that we would begin to walk out the love of God in our lives and we begin to share everywhere we went. See, he thought we'd be so filled with joy in knowing him that all of our, that know, the joy of knowing that all of our sins are being forgiven, that we would tell somebody else. He, he figured, oh, they're going to be so excited. God's going, oh, I'm sending my son. He's paying the price for it. Man, aren't you excited about it? Aren't you going to tell somebody? He just figured it was going to be a natural evolution of things. Oh, I'm creating a, a bunch of evangelists that are gonna be so excited to go and share the love of God with people because they've experienced me, they've experienced my presence, they've experienced the forgiveness of their sins and so now they're gonna tell somebody else. He didn't know that we'd be private, that we didn't wanna talk to our neighbors and we were afraid of offending family members. You know, he didn't know that we would be like, he thought that the joy that we would have in knowing him would overpower everything. Like, woo! I gotta tell you what Jesus did. That you get a little amped up about him, amen. He's thinking we just explode to everyone we met with the good news. He didn't know we'd be ashamed to share it, he didn't know we'd be afraid to share it. We can all come up with excuses why we don't or can't but they won't work when we're standing in front of Jesus. See, Matthew 10, it says, whoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my father who is in heaven. You know, I, the, I kept hearing the story of the 10 virgins and how five were running out of oil and they, they went to the other five and said, hey, give us some of your oil. And they're going, no, man, if we give you some of our oil, we might run out. So when they went to go get their oil and they they came back, the bridegroom had already come and let them in. And the people were already in with the bridegroom and they're knocking on the door going, hey, let us in. And and the bridegroom's going in there, I don't know you. Because they weren't ready. Huh?
1: We are children of the most high God and he expects us
0: to tell somebody. Not holding back. We can't allow that timidity or fear to grip us, amen. We can't be afraid to share the gospel. The time is short and listen, and many will not go to heaven unless we tell them. We have to have a voice. We have to be that voice. Let them make the decision of whether they want to go to heaven or not. Let them have that choice but if you if you don 't open up and share with them how to get it done, then you 're not giving them the choice of heaven or hell you 're just condemning them yourself. We have to open up and be that voice don 't leave it to chance, like I said, people want to do outreach. you know can we do some in the parking lot? Should we go door to door? Why don't you just invite your family members? Why don't you just tell them about Jesus? Why don't you tell them what God is doing in your life? Why don't you model Christ to people so that they're just so hungry? They're like, I want what you have. I want what you have. have. Let the people come at you like that. I want what you have. Because you you're you're transformed, you are changed, you're... You know, you're you're, you're like the early Jews. You spread the gospel around the world because you met Jesus, amen? Some on the road, some in person, some by the word of mouth. But the thing is, how will they know if no one tells them? How will they know if no one is sent? You are sent. You are sent sent to share share your story of the gospel gospel message, message. amen? Amen. You are are to do it. I I once was lost, but now I'm found, found. amen? I once was was lost, lost. I was so caught caught up in sin, but Jesus Jesus found me.
1: Changed my my life, turned my life life around. around. That's what,
0: you know. know. But But like like I said, just when you speak, don't be condemning. Help them to choose life with Christ. Don't think you have to change people. Let God change let God, God change, change you. people. We don't, don't have to change, change but God. Let God do it. Uh, you you don't don't know, get them in a small you group, group. You, you know, get, get them in the Word of God. God. Get them, give get with Jake. Get them give with Ed. Get them with Mario. Give, get, give get them with people team. that we, you no know they can teach them. them. Get them with Mark. Get them with Robert. I drew a blank, Robert. I'm sorry. It's actually right here in my notes. Robert will teach them. And while you're at it, you too can learn. You've got to get plugged in. in. You've got to stay connected, connected. amen? Yeah, wow. We all need to learn more. Wow. My eyes were open There's to so many things in being in Israel. Wow. I was like, wow. I'm I know Jake taking and Liz are going in June, in June, and I'm like, man, it's going to be great. You know, you know if did you did do half of what we did, and it's going to be overwhelming. Well. We need to get to the point that That's we're right. leading people to Jesus and, and, and either baptizing them or bringing them into the church to get baptized. baptized right. And and to be taught the the word of God. God. Amen? That's That's your role. You You want to know, I don't know my purpose. I just told you it. This This is is what you're called to do. This This is is what you're commanded. Commanded to do. So that when they get filled with the Holy Spirit, and they're empowered to be a witness, they'll go and do it too. Amen? And that takes me into the next one. The power of the Holy Spirit. This, this week, week, we were in the upper room, doing devotions, devotions in Jerusalem. Esteon, there's three pictures, pictures there. there. I don't know why two, two, of two of them are halfway back, covered up. I must have done something. but Esteon and I in the upper room, and then to the, the top, right. right. That's, That's the, the upper. you can see the same kind of background. And then the top in the upper room we were there, I mean, and we. There, there was, was a whole bunch of people in the upper room, different denominations in the upper room, because you, you can see the the Orthodox, the, the, Orthodox, the, the, Orthodox, the, the Greek Orthodox, their, their their hats and stuff, stuff the that they wear. You know, and you know, there's Catholics up there. there. This upper room is packed, and, and there's 80, 80 people in, in our group. group. So, so they, we we're there, and, we're there, and we do devotions at these places, and so. This, this guy's guy doing a devotion on being, being filled, filled with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. And, and it gets down to everybody just, pray in just pray in and and we we praying in tongues. And we started praying in tongues have all these other all these Christians that, that maybe don't, don't believe in tongues, tongues you know? And, and we're praying in the Spirit. Spirit. And then he, he says, says, he says, if there's anybody in our room that has not been filled with the Holy Spirit yet, just raise your hand. And this one day he stepped up, you know, and Man, when the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit hit her, she, she just started, started screaming in tongues. tongues tongue. It <laughs> was so powerful. She, she, she just, just took on, off, man. She, she was, was going. And, and there, there was, was a group from, from Syria Israel there that was telling us to be quiet. And, and it's like, them. no. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, sure that's, that's what the, 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 the disciples, disciples experienced, that, that be quiet. quiet. No. Don't be quiet you prayed, prayed a little louder, louder. Yeah. and then that's, that's what you saying. do you pray, pray a little louder you know, know I, I learned one thing you know jesus, you know, jesus was, a, was a was a rebel, rebel. Yeah. he he, 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 was he was not frail he was not, he he was not quiet. quiet you, you know, know our guide was telling us this said, he said you, you know, know jesus, jesus said, said you know if someone slaps you, you turn the other cheek And he He said, said, because because a Roman Roman soldier soldier was allowed to slap you once. He said, but if you turn turn the other cheek cheek and and he hit you again, again, he was in trouble. So so our God God was telling us, Jesus was telling us, telling them how to fight back without being mean. He said, if they ask you to carry their gear for a mile, go an extra mile. Because, because a, a Roman, Roman soldier could ask, ask you to carry, carry their gear, gear for a while. mile, no, no problem. problem. But what if you're carrying it further, they got in trouble. So <laughs> give me a whole new perspective about what Jesus was doing right there. He's like, hey, you guys want to fight back? Just turn the other cheek. They'll be in trouble. Don't fight back. You know, if you, wanna, if you, if you um, have to carry their luggage, go a little further with them. They'll get in trouble. I'm like, what? That's how this this Jewish man's explaining this to us when we're on our tour. You know, go the extra mile. Don't be mean. Don't fight against it. Just do it. We were in that upper room. The Holy Spirit fell, man. And we were all praying in the spirit and it was incredible time. Uh, And for that lady to get filled, man, she goes, I'd been prayed for so many times and I couldn't break through. I couldn't break through and here I am. And when I stepped into it, And the Holy Spirit just hit her. She just burst out. Her husband was so excited. Up the room was an incredible time. But Acts chapter one, verse eight. But you, everybody say you. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea Samaria and to the ends of the earth you shall be witnesses amen the power of the Holy Spirit comes upon you and that is the power to do miracles that's doing this power that's the power to do miracles It's where we get our word dynamite from. That's how powerful it is. But let's start with a miracle within, within you, within me. Let's start there with that miracle. How about the fruit of the Spirit? Galatians chapter 5, 22 and 23, it says, but the fruit, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There's no law against these things. That's what the Holy Spirit does in us. That is powerful, amen? That you might be angry, you might be frustrated with the world, you might not be very kind, but when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, that fruit comes inside of you, so now you start being kind to people, you're patient with people, you're you're peaceful with people, you're loving and and people are going, what happened to you? Jesus, you know when I met Jesus, Jesus, let let me tell you what he did did for me. me. And you let it flow, he gives you a reason to to talk. talk. Amen. amen. It, it gives, gives you reason to open your, your mouth. So, so when we were one, one way, way and we come to Jesus and we get filled with His Spirit, the Spirit starts coming out of us. Amen. It starts flowing through us. Our character changes and we start being loving and kind to everyone. That is power. That is power. Amen. And that's the power of God being revealed in our lives. And that's what we need. Amen. He heals us, he delivers us, he transforms us. This is the power of the Holy Spirit at work in our life, and that's what we need. This is a great part of our testimony, the change that happens in us, the transformation that takes place. place. This is what saved my marriage, marriage. Jesus. Jesus. I learned learned to love love my wife through the power of the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Not Not that she's not not easy to love. love, but I wasn't very loving, loving. Huh? <laughs> is that <laughs> better? <Yeah>. alright <laughs> I wasn't I mean my, my family we were, we were loving, loving. we would rather to slap each other upside the, the head we were, we were turning the cheek a lot my in my family but, but, but the Holy Spirit true? would tells me this. things to, to do yeah. God I saved my marriage, marriage. He wants the power to flow through you into others. You know, you lay hands on the sick, they recover. Your life changes. You start believing for the supernatural instead of settling for the natural thing. I mean, your spirit starts soaring for Jesus. Your momentum is pushing for souls, for the kingdom of God. You're, you're not settled, you're driven by the Holy Spirit. You're not okay with just coming to church. You're, you're, you've got that passion that says, I've got to tell somebody. I got to get out. You're, you have to be more willing to let God move through you. Don't block him. Let him move through you, amen? The fear and timidity goes away and you're driven by the power of the Holy Spirit within you. He pushes you and the Holy Spirit fills you with a spiritual prayer language that God understands, that only God understands. It's between you and God. You have this heavenly language that you pray in and God gets it. See, there's... There's the gift of tongues. And then there's the evidence of being filled with the spirit tongues. The gift of tongues is something that you would do publicly in a meeting like this, and that needs to be interpreted. But when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, God gives you the Holy Spirit fills you with a prayer language that's between you and God. That's not, the gift is the Holy Spirit, the evidence is speaking in tongues. The evidence of the gift of the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues. But the gift of, of tongues is a public ministry that God uses to prophesy to people with the interpretation of tongues. Do you see the difference between the two? It's different. Everybody that gets filled with the Holy Spirit can pray in tongues. Not everybody has the gift of tongues. You understand? But I believe that everybody that comes to be filled with the Spirit will, will speak in tongues. I was talking to, to Jeanette the other day and she said, you know, it didn't happen right away. She said it was a week later, I was at home reading my word, begging God for it, and it came. I had one guy that got so mad at me because I prayed for him and he didn't pray in tongues. And he got mad. I mean, he, he got in his truck. He screeched out of the parking lot. He was so mad. I thought, I don't know if this guy's ever coming back. Then he comes back the next week and and I lay hands on him again and he doesn't pray in tongues. I lay hands on him the next week and the next week and the next week. I mean, this goes on for six weeks and this guy is furious, but he kept coming. He wanted it so bad. He just kept coming. So I'm going to Teen Challenge. We met right here in the parking lot. Had some guys going with me. I said, I'm gonna preach the baptism of the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues. I said, we'll lay hands on them at the end of the service and they'll be filled with the spirit and they'll speak in tongues. And, and this guy raises his hand. I said, yeah. He says, um, I, I don't pray in tongues. I said, again, that's not my fault. Because he was mad at me the whole time. these six weeks. I said, it's not my fault. It's you. We went to a team challenge. I called my team forward. About 110 guys come forward to be filled with the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues. He laid hands on a guy and the guy started speaking in tongues. He laid hands on another guy and he started speaking in tongues. So he came to me at the end of the night. He said, I got it. I got it. I'm like, come on. Let's just pray in the spirit. And that's what we did. We just stood there at the altar team challenge and prayed in the spirit because they finally, he had that breakthrough to, to be filled. And I'm telling you, God wants us to be filled. Amen. God wants us. He wants us to be hungry for it. He doesn't want to stand around waiting for it. He wants us to press into him. Tongues is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful language. My nephew came here, got saved, and came to a prayer meeting. We were praying in tongues, and he's like, what is that? It's like, we're praying in tongues. well, I want that. We laid hands on him, and he got it. He's just like, that is the most beautiful thing I ever heard. He took it and ran with it. It's for you. It's for the believer. Amen? You believe in Jesus, he wants to fill you, and he wants to release in you your prayer language. And you say, well, it hasn't happened for me yet. Well, today is your day. Right? I brought anointing oil back from Jerusalem. I'm going to anoint you with it. And that this leads us into the last point of exalt. I want to finish exalt today. Give me a few more minutes. Prayer. We got to pray. You got to pray. You have to pray. Amen. Mark Mark 11:17. Then he taught saying to them, "Is it not written my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have made it a den of thieves?" So what are we to build? A a what? A house of
1: prayer.
0: What? A A house of prayer. So, how come when we have a prayer meeting, people don't, most of you don't show up? I know I'm stepping on your toes. I'll step back a minute. But I'm telling you, God wants you to come to the prayer meetings. I'd rather you come on a Wednesday than a Sunday. If you can only do one, Get here on Wednesdays and pray. We need prayer. We need to build this up. Come 15 minutes early to the service. Let's pray and intercede together, amen? We're to build a house of prayer, a house of prayer, a house of prayer. We are to pray, pray in the spirit, pray in understanding, pray. Prayer is to be a central part of our walk with Jesus, amen? He said in Matthew 6, 9, in this manner, therefore pray, our Father, In heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. The Lord's Prayer If you just pattern your prayer life after this, you become a warrior. God needs warriors right now. Listen, we can't just lay down and take what the world's doing, we gotta stand up. You know, there's certain things that the Jews won't do right now because it's part of ushering in coming of the Lord. They're holding back right now. They're not ready for it. They talk about building that temple. They're holding back right now because they're not ready for it. Are you ready? Are you ready for what God wants to do through you? Look it he says, he says, number one, in the Lord's Prayer, we need to honor God. Honor God in our speech, honor God in, your, in what you do. Honor God with your life, amen? Honor God. And then number two, ask. Everybody say, ask for God's way of doing things. How does God want you to handle situations? What does God want you to do? Number three, apply it to your life. Don't just figure out what God wants, apply it to your life. Because when you know what you should do and you don't do it, it's what? You can say it really loud. Disobedience Disobedience or sin. And then number four, make make your petitions. Man, I was praying Psalms 20 this morning before this service, because I believe God really wants to start answering your prayers like never before but it's time to press people it's time to press in amen make your petitions and then number five forgive people as you've been forgiven forgive people amen just it's real simple who needs your forgiveness and give it to them who have you offended who are you offending come on up Number six, ask for help to not give in to temptation. He says he'll help you. Corinthians says, I'll show you another way. I'll show you the way out when you're tempted so that you don't have to give in to it. He'll show you another way. And then number seven, ask for deliverance from evil ways of thinking, from evil ways and thinking. So evil thinking, evil ways, when the enemy's trying to sow seed in you, ask for deliverance from that. Tell God, no, I don't want this. Don't let it build in you. And then number eight, declare who God is. Who is he to you? Who is he to you, Sandy? Who is he to you, Mark? Who is God to you, Dwayne? Who is God, Don Maurice, to you? Start declaring that in your prayer life. God loves to hear who he is to you. Amen? And then number nine, give him glory. Let it flow out of you. Give him glory.
1: You know, the Lord gave me a vision and as I was about to walk through the door, and it was on this far side over here, and I, I was fine, but I opened the door. Nobody was in here yet, and it was just one random day. And I opened the door, and all of a sudden, he transformed me into a vision, and this whole place was packed. Not one seat was empty. Everything was packed and everybody was sitting, and it was like the service was about to begin and everybody was here. It hadn't even started yet. And there was like a hush, but a low whisper of expectation in the air. And then all of a sudden, it was the vision was gone. And it was like the Lord was showing me they're coming. And just now, as you're speaking, you're about to miss your opportunity. I don't know if you realize this. I said this to Sandy earlier. I said, you know, don't look, don't look behind you when the service started. I said, about halfway through worship, people will come. And I said, just like when the miracles happen, I knew this whole place was filled because the miracles had come and people wanted to be part of it. You're about to miss people of God are about to miss their opportunity to show God that they love him without having one hand out. They'll they'll come when he's dishing out the miracles or when they get something out of it. But will you come to show him that you love him? That's where you're going to miss it. If you don't, you've got to put the comfort aside and I'll share about that next week about how he dealt with my comfort, because you know I'm, I'm a comfort person. But those can be idols in our life. And America's got some big ones. And we've got to push past that. Amen. Because he's alive. Amen. And he sees and hears and knows. And we do have to pray. And we have to show him that we love him right now. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: So, Amen, you can clap, amen. So I've given you our exalt, worship, word, evangelize, power of the Holy Spirit, and prayer. All of these need to be an active part of our, our exalting God. Each one feeds the other, amen? When we press into the Lord these ways, you will see God move in a powerful way. Remember this. In his presence, there's a fullness of joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. We need his presence to be strengthened, amen. Without it, we'll be weak. Let's work on exalting the Lord in public and in private. And today, let's stand to our feet. I want to anoint you with oil, every one of you. If you'll come to the front, I just want to anoint you with oil and you take time. Put on some music, Mario. You take time to to cry out to God. You take time to get on your face before him and uh, and just just come by here. Just come and I'm going to anoint you with this oil. Praise you, Jesus. Fill Lord, hallelujah. Let it flow, God. Let it flow today, God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Let it flow, Father. Let it flow, Lord. Your anointing, God. Your anointing, Father God, for what you have planned, God. Let it flow, Father, in the name of Jesus. Let it flow, Father, in the name of Jesus. Let it flow, God, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, just fill them today. Fill them overflowing today, God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Let it flow, God. Hallelujah. Oh, just fill us overflowing Lord with your spirit empower us today God with your spirit father let it rain down on us today God in the name of Jesus God we need you we need your presence Lord and I pray that whatever blocks we have in our life that today they be torn down in the name of Jesus that Lord that you just fill us with your presence you fill us overflowing God let it rain down God let it rain God in the name of Jesus in the the name of Jesus. oh, Yeah, let it rain, God. Let it rain. Let it rain. Let it rain, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, in Jesus' name. Just let it flow, God. Let it flow, Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Yeah. Hallelujah, Father. Let it rain, God. I pray for that transformation in our lives, Father. In the name of Jesus, that transformation, Father, that just ignites a fire. I pray for that holy fire, Father, in the name of Jesus, to come alive inside of each one of us today, Father. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Let it flow, God. Oh, just fill them today, God. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> oh, we glorify you, God. We glorify you, God. Let it flow, let it flow, let it flow, God. Yeah, my soul. Yeah, Let it flow, Father. Oh, I'm out it. Yeah, God. Oh, somebody yeah. Oh, renew us, today, renew us today, God. Renew us today, God. Renew us today, God. Renew us today, God. Oh, let it flow, God. Let it flow, God. Let it flow, God. let it flow, let it flow. Oh, your body be so good. Yes, Let it flow, God. Yes, your body be rather the Yeah, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, let it flow, God. Empower us today, God. Feel us overflowing, God, yeah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I think I got her, but here I'm gonna do In the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, just let it flow. Father, here we are, standing before you, God. We know, God, that you are the way, the truth, and the life. And I pray that today, God, that, Lord, that you would ignite a fire in each one of us. That, Lord, that we not be afraid to go and to tell people about who you are and what you're doing and how much you love them, God. But Lord, that it would be on the tip of our tongue, that Lord, that unite that fire inside of each one of us, that Lord, it can't be contained, it can't be controlled, Father God, but we'd be willing to go and to do. Lord, we'd be willing to pray. We'd be willing to seek your face, God. Lord, I pray a covering over these men and women of God today that you cover, keep, and protect them the way your word declares, that your healing would be their portion today, God, that you break off the timidity, God, and the power, love, and a sound mind be activated in their lives. And Father, that you do a supernatural work in them today. Father, we love you so much. God, we just wanna see your kingdom come and your will be done in our lives, God. So help us to go. Help us to go, God. Help us to pray. Help us to seek your face, God, like never before. Let the power of God transform our lives. That, Lord, that we are a witness to all who know us. That, Lord, that they, they wonder about us. Let it flow, God. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. amen. Let's give the Lord a big clap. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Oh. Yeah, if you could return to your seats, delon is gonna come.